Have you ever felt like you don't know what you're doing? Have you ever maybe felt like what would happen if if they found out that I didn't know what I was doing? What's going to happen when they find out that I don't know exactly what I'm doing? You know, those are actually signs of the imposter syndrome. And it holds you back from showing up as your best. And that's what we're going to discuss today, so that you can see where the imposter syndrome shows up in your life, and how to overcome it. Let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Lori Amirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Studies show that about 84% of people experienced either have or do experience the imposter syndrome. And the studies also show that women experience it a tiny bit more than men do. But that still means that it's a problem. You know, I see that number as 84. And I think, wow, that's really high. And I've actually seen some studies where I actually feel like it's been a little bit higher. And I myself, I've experienced this as well. And that's this is part of why I want to share this because I want to normalize this because it's not a bad thing. I just want to like get that out there just to start us off with. But back in the days when I was doing leadership executive coaching, I would see the imposter syndrome show up in an executive's 360 evaluation. And just to summarize like how this actually shows up, it shows up when the leader actually will rate themselves lower skill-wise than the people that are around them, the people that they're actually leading, the people that are their bosses, that are like lateral, these other people that are actually participating in the 360 are scoring them higher than the leader himself is actually scoring themselves. And it's not just in one area. I'll see it in multiple areas. And so that's when I'll know that this person isn't seeing themselves the way other people see them. They aren't seeing their brilliance. They aren't seeing the areas that they're talented in, for example. And so I will bring this up to them. And almost all the time when I've asked these leaders, have you ever heard of the imposter syndrome? And I would say about 95% of the time they said no, that they hadn't heard of it. And I would always encourage them to go and, you know, search and read up on it a little bit more because I was seeing evidence of it. And you know me, I always talk about like, in order to move forward, sometimes we really do have to look backwards. So number one, I just really want you to understand that this is normal. You're not a bad person, you know, just because you might have these thoughts of not being good enough. So let's just normalize this, that it just it just happens. It's something that I've seen in myself. And as I've moved along in my career or changed, you know, took some pivots and changed the focus of my different businesses, you know, the imposter syndrome would show up. And again, it's just normal. The second thing to notice is the pattern. 
is there a pattern when you start to have these feelings? Is there something particular that's going on? So noticing the pattern of when this comes up, and how it's coming up, like, in other words, like how your body, how your mind is actually reacting to this. For example, the night before you're speaking, maybe when you're launching a program, you start to feel, you start to feel a little edgy and nervous. That imposter syndrome is showing up. Maybe when you sign on a new client, time to follow up after a sales call or even follow up after a speaking event. Is there a pattern when this imposter syndrome shows up? And then what do you do? Do you procrastinate? Do you walk out of your office? Do you suddenly have to, you know, go do that errand and pick up the dry cleaning? You know, what's your form of procrastination or just avoidance? Because all that's happening here is that the body doesn't feel comfortable. There's some sort of pattern that's running in in your nervous system, so to speak. And it doesn't feel good to you. And remember, like our body just wants to get out of pain and into more into pleasure. So you're going to leave whatever the situation is, whether it's through procrastinating, maybe it's going into the kitchen and finding cookies. Like one of my procrastination things is peanut butter cookies. Now, I don't have peanut butter cookies in the house, and I know it sounds like a funny thing, but I have, like, when I look back on my past, there have been times where I've actually driven to the grocery store to go get peanut butter cookies. So now I know, because, you know, you start to notice the pattern. It's like I start to have this craving for peanut butter cookies, and I will actually say to myself, oh, what's going on here? Oh, I'm doing XYZ. So this imposter syndrome is showing up. So that's one of my things is peanut butter cookies. And it is just kind of funny now that I see it now that I I know of it. Another one is, um, I will suddenly like if something's hard, my imposter syndrome like could show up. And these are some of the things that I've seen in my past would be like laundry, I should go do laundry, again, like it's removing me from the uncomfortable situation, and going to do something that I mean, some people would say, like, why would you do laundry? But what it is, is it's just it's a neutral activity for me. But it gets me out of doing the hard thing, you know, because for some reason, I actually think that I'm not capable of doing that. So just noticing the pattern when it shows up, and what you have a tendency to do. Because the only way that we're going to move forward through this is by looking backwards. So why do I tell you all this? Because what I want you to do is look back. Think about times when you can say, that's when my imposter syndrome showed up. This is exactly what I was doing. Because by thinking about the past, and then how would I react to it now? Because now you're, it's almost like you're shedding a spotlight on how you react. This is the way that your body reacts so that you can actually notice that, oh, imposter syndrome is here, which leads us very nicely to the next step, which is to acknowledge your body's reaction to whatever you're doing. Because the imposter syndrome has shown up, you are feeling those feelings of inadequacy. You're not good enough. Um, You don't have enough experience. You need to get certified. Another certification. You need to, I mean, some, I've seen some clients that actually say, well, I feel like I need to take this other program here. 
you know, before I actually start doing X, Y, Z. And, and I just, as their coach, point the spotlight. How are you feeling? You've done this before. Here's a pattern. Because like, as, as your coach, I see your patterns. It's my job as your coach to also tell you, hey, you're in that pattern again. Because sometimes our patterns are so habitual that you are on autopilot and you don't even realize that you're doing this again and again and again. And this is something that my coaches have actually pointed out to me as well. So again, acknowledging and noticing your body's reaction, because that's when you can just reassure yourself. Because it's that reptilian brain that doesn't feel safe. So now it's your job that you can actually reassure your reptilian brain that you are safe. And you're going to do XYZ anyways. So for example, let's just say you did a speaking event. It's a week later, you want to do your follow up email, your follow up phone call, the imposter syndrome comes up, you're like feeling like, Oh, but what if I didn't do a good job? And I'm afraid of what they might say. Or it could even be, you know, you need to arrange the meeting so that you can talk about the speaking event. And again, that imposter syndrome, like, oh, I'm not good enough. Again, let's just like, hey, body, I get you're not feeling safe, but I'm safe. And I'm going to make that follow up call. Anyways, I'm going to send out that follow up email. Anyways. And that leads us to the next step, which is acknowledging what you did following through with sending the email like I was just talking about, having the phone call, having the meeting, giving the talk, whether it's in person, whether it's signing on like a new client, you know, being proud of yourself. I literally, each night that I lay down in bed, I think about the things, what am I proud of today? What are the things that I am so proud of myself? And some of them are small things. They aren't all these great, big, grandiose things. I mean, sometimes it's, hey, I meditated. I'm proud of myself for meditating. I am proud of myself for taking 10 minutes and being in quiet time. I'm proud of myself for working out. So a lot of times when we start being proud of ourselves for a lot of the little things, there's that compound effect and it becomes like bigger things. We start to notice and we start to become like really proud of all the things that we do each and every day. Like here I am recording a podcast. Like this will probably be something that I will talk about this evening while I'm resting down in bed and be like, I'm proud of myself for recording that podcast. I'm proud of myself that I did it and I didn't do it. I didn't wait till the last minute because that's what I have a tendency to do. So feel proud of yourself and acknowledge yourself for what you did do, especially when you are teaching your body something new. And this is how we overcome that imposter syndrome, because we are teaching our body something new. We are making it very aware of our conscious brain, because that imposter syndrome is coming really from something that's been trained by our subconscious brain. Hope that makes sense. (laughs) Hope that makes sense and that I'm just putting a spotlight on all of this, that the way that you've been feeling is normal. And here's how to overcome this so that you can show up as your best self. And I want to give you one more that's, I'm going to call it a bonus. Because what I want you to do is not wait until you feel this imposter syndrome, but do this now. Make a badass list. 
list out 10 to 20 events, moments, opportunities that you accomplished, you know, that say you're a badass, (laughs) that look at what you did. That way you can like look at this list and it should make you stand up taller, shoulders back, be really proud of a lot of the things that you've accomplished. So let me just give you some of mine, a few of mine um, as an example, so that you can sort of see like what I mean by a badass list so that you can go and make your badass list. So I've been a coach for over 20 years. I have 20 years of experience as an executive coach, as a leadership coach, coaching my clients, not just in writing their speeches, but my coaching experience just really has evolved. And I look at that as like, that makes me a little bit of a badass. (laughs) My college degree is in exercise physiology. I picked a school, but I went in as undeclared, and I was determined that I was going to get into this major, which at this particular school, which is right here in New Hampshire, it was a tiny department, so they only took 12 people a year. So I was literally trying to get into a department and hoping that somebody would would leave so that I could slip in. I literally got in at during the summer before my fourth year. (laughs) So it turned into a five-year degree for me, but that's how how determined I was. So I I guess I felt the need to explain this, why getting into my degree is on my badass list. I've done leadership development for Fortune 1000 companies and 500 companies like Johnson & Johnson, American Towers. I've been that leadership coach for different executives around the globe. Another one is I've been a keynote speaker for a global logistics company. They were a lot of fun actually to work with. I overcame my fear of speaking and won first place. I'm an award-winning speaker. I've been the author of two Amazon bestsellers. And another one that I, one more that I will share is that I pass my medical boards for ultrasound, you know, that I come from healthcare and 60% fail rate, a 60% fail rate. And I put that on my badass list because that is not bad for an average student. So imposter syndrome, it's a feeling and it's a nervous system reaction. It's like running any program on your computer. It just runs. It's like something happened, something triggered it to start to have that feeling, that reptilian brain, that subconscious mind of ours says like, hey, body, this is how we're supposed to react. Here are the thoughts we're supposed to be having, you know, and it's just like, and go. It doesn't think about, oh, yeah, she's been coaching for years. She knows what she's talking about. She's been speaking before. Of course, she's going to knock it out of the park tomorrow when she's speaking. But no, that's not how the body runs its habits. It's like you're not even aware that it's actually happening, which is why I keep talking about look back to move forward. The good news is you can unlearn this. So when you notice it, just be like, okay, this is just my body. My nervous system has one way of reacting this happens to be it, but it's not the it's not the way I want my body to be reacting. So okay, body, I'm safe. And this is exactly what I do. I have found myself like when I'm launching new programs, 
imposter syndrome will show up. It's just the nervous system of something new that it's not familiar with. And I just tell myself, here's why this is okay. And I'm going to be safe. And here's what I'm going to go do next. And then I just go and do it. And then I'm proud of myself. And that's how we break those habits. That's how we teach our body to do something new. So I hope that you have found this episode helpful in noticing when your imposter syndrome shows up, because I don't want you to be like those leaders that I was coaching where they'd never heard of imposter syndrome, didn't even know that they were suffering. Well, I don't really want to use the word suffering, but imposter syndrome was showing up for them in their careers in areas of their life, because how we do one thing is how we do everything. So I just want you to be aware of those moments in your life where you just don't feel like, geez, I don't feel like I'm good enough. I don't feel like I'm ready. What if people find out that I'm not that good? Those are just some of those thoughts that show up when that imposter syndrome is kind of like, you know, like rearing its ugly head. And just know that you can take control of the situation. And one other way that I have found very useful is to just move my body. This is what I do. And I also tell my clients to do is just move your body or take some deep breath and just feel your body. Because sometimes when we are stuck in these mind loops, these thoughts that are going over and over and over again, you know, it's almost like we are trapped from the neck up and just these thoughts, whereas Take a deep breath and just sink into your body so that you can start to have more control over your body, over the reactions, over the way that you're thinking. You know, just take a couple of seconds to have those deep breaths and reassure yourself and your body and your mind that you're safe and that you're okay and that you are good enough. You are talented. And there is somebody that you need to share your talents and skills with because the world needs you. And if you're looking for a coach that will tell you what they see to share with you the patterns that they see that you're running again and again, if you want a coach who's actually going to put that spotlight on, like when you're in a dark room so that you can get to the other side, you know, to me, that's what the analogy, great analogy for coaching is, is that the two of us are walking through a dark room and I have the flashlight so that we can get to the other side safely and over, you know, avoid all the bumps. If you're looking for a coach that will help you grow, take your business to the next level, use your voice, tell your story, and actually start using some form of speaking so that you can speak to many at one time, And do it in a way that makes you feel so confident in the way that you are communicating with those people. And if you feel like you are a high achiever, you are here to make a difference. You are here to make an impact with your service, with your product, and you are looking for a way to get out there, get on that call with me. Let's talk about your business and I will share with you if you'll be a great client for one of my coaching programs because there are a couple of different ways that we can work together. They are intensives, they are private coaching, and some of my group programs. You can book that call at chatwithla.com, and that link is down below as well. And until next week, be in demand. Thanks for hanging out with me. 
be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.